Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about seven ways to use Zapier and if this, then that to speed up your workflow. So First and foremost, we should talk about these different tools. They're basically the same. Both Zapier and If This Then That will basically allow you to hook in your web applications with each other. So what does that mean exactly? So I'll give you an example. If somebody fills out a lead form on the Single Grain website, I'm automatically going to get a text message. Whoever's involved in sales is going to get a text message with the details of that lead form. So it's going to happen real time. Um, And also that's going to be pushed to our Slack chat room. Zapier and if this, then that allows us to do that because it, it basically will, will use the different uh, APIs from each and every web app. So the first thing I will say is the difference between the two, if this, then that was more targeted towards the consumer, Zapier more towards B2B. So with Zapier, you're going to see more integrations um, if, you're, if you're trying to do something related to business. But if this, then that is great too. Um, let's say you're coming home and you want, your, uh, you want your, your Belkin lights to turn on automatically. You can have it do that. So anyway, the first way with uh, Zapier, I'm going to say, is for us, when we have a, well, I I think the first example is really good. We talked about leads. But another example is when we have new blog posts that are going out, um, they're going to push to our Slack chat room so everyone can help promote it. And at the same time, these new blog posts are going to go into a Google sheet called our single grain and growth everywhere content bank. And that's where all of our editors, all of our writers are are going to be able to see that content. That way we can cross link, we can decide what we want to repurpose. Um, It's just good to have one area where all of our content's continually um, being uh, put into. So we can just look at it really quickly and be like, okay, here's the URL, here's the description, and, you know, here's what we should be doing about it. So that's number one. Number two, what we do is we automatically save every tweet that we post to a Google spreadsheet. And it breaks it down to not just the tweet, but also how it's performing overall. And that's really useful for us because then after a month, three months, a year, whatever, we can go back and we can see which marketing messages like tweets have done the best. And we can reuse some of those tweets all over again on Twitter. And I found that when you tweet something once, people usually or most of your people won't see it. So you can tweet it three, four times and still get a ton of traction. The other thing that we end up doing with that data is once we figure out that what works on Twitter, we can then take those marketing related messages and put them on Facebook and other social channels as well that take status updates. And if you do that, you'll start pushing out content that gets more shares, comments, likes, etc. versus just pushing out a lot of stuff that's a flop. Great. And number three is I'm looking through our, our Zapier right now. Actually, number three is really good for if you're doing consulting or you have, if you have an agency. This is great because if you're using something like BidSketch or Quiller, if a new proposal is signed, then you can automatically have a new QuickBooks customer created and then it's going to be pushed to your Slack chat room 
and then it's also going to be an automatic email is going to send out at the same time an onboarding email and a base camp project is going to be created like look at all the manual work that you have to do when you're creating a new client it's a lot of work right and it's annoying but if you can have this automated the more you can automate around your business the more efficient you're going to be so zapier does allow you to have multi-step workflows or multi-step zaps and that allows you to kind of connect a few zaps together i don't know if it's if this then that allows that yet yeah, so for if this, then that, another thing that we like doing is getting notifications, email notifications, every time someone mentions us on specific social uh, sites. So we don't do it for like Twitter because we get too many tweets, but we'll do it for things like Reddit. So we know things like Reddit or Hacker News or Product Hunt, etc. can drive us a lot of traffic. So anytime that someone mentions us on one of those sites, we want to ensure that, hey, our team knows and they're promoting that content heavily or upvoting it. So then that way we have a higher chance of hitting the homepage because once we hit the homepage, we get a ton of traffic. But it's too much work to go out there and check Reddit every day or check uh, Hacker News every day to see if someone's mentioning you. And it's really simple. Through If This Then That, you can just get an email notification right when it happens and when it does, the team is notified and then everyone works on promoting that story so then that way it hits the homepage and you get more traffic. Great. I think this is number five. Um, so we use Intercom on our site for our chat. Um, and sometimes, you know, we're going to get people that are fairly qualified. You're talking about public companies. We're talking about really big companies. And we have it automatically pushed to our CRM. So um, Intercom, you know, this is easy. When a new Intercom email lead comes in, it's going to push to our Salesforce IQ, which is our CRM. And then we can act on it immediately. And when something comes into Salesforce IQ, it's going to push to our Slack as well. So that way we have everything set up. Everything's just being passed over to where we're hanging out and we're, we're aware of what's going on. So, Neil, what is number six? So using if this, then that again, uh, we like getting notified on trending things. So what's Jiffy, once we know what images are trending, we get an email from uh, if this, then that on, hey, here are the most popular trending GIFs. Same thing with Google Trends. Here's what's po- uh, very popular on Google Trends. And we do this for all uh, popular aggregators. The reason being is when you're into marketing, it's all about traffic, user acquisition. At least it is for us. The more users you can get, the better off you are. One way to get a ton of users is through things that are time sensitive. So something happens in the news and you want to know about it, or if something goes viral, you want to know about it. You can then piggyback off of it and you'll find that if you write about anything that's trending or share anything that's trending, you'll get followers quicker, you'll get visitors quicker, and they keep coming back. And best of all, you get a lot of links with these news-related time-sensitive information pieces out there. And links, the more links you get, even if that story doesn't rank well on Google, your whole site has higher authority. And as you're getting higher authority, your whole site ranks better for the main head keywords as well as the long keywords that your long tail keywords that you're trying to rank. Great. And you can also do some other stuff when it comes to automatic social sharing. So for example, I use Pocket to save a lot of the stuff that I read. Uh, Pocket will automatically push to to Facebook. You can have it push to, uh, you can make a multi-step workflow and then you could go to Facebook, Twitter at the same time, and it becomes really useful that way. So um, if you're looking to automate your social media, Zapier, if this, then that can do that for you to an extent. Just make sure that it's not looking too automated. You know, just figure out how you can make your your social message uh, look more humanly, however possible. So uh, with that being said, that's it for this episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.